0: scary stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. And I'm
1: filled with dread over last week's episode, comma, Morgan (laughs) Driscoll.
0: Ooh, we're putting little sexy descriptors before our name. Yeah, last week was a bummer. Yeah, but necessary. But but I had to watch the episode so many times uh, to write notes on it and get a good feel of it and really nail down my impressions, that it really no longer affects me. So the really fun part about this podcast is that um, I mostly just get to make other people upset. Mm -hmm. Mm So it's really fun stuff. By the way, this is a podcast where we tell true scary stories. We usually find them from television shows, which are really fun and sometimes really dark and terrible. But we like to mix it up. So you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. I've been watching, um, what is it? The Newlywed Game? No. Match Game? No. It's the one where where they, like, introduce a woman and she's like, I'm a lawyer in Atlanta and I'm looking for someone fun. And then they, like, show videos. It's from, like, 1986 and then they show videos like my name is Tom and I rate myself a 10 because if I don't who will oh, <laughs> uh, I've got this crazy fantasy of uh, of just women just tearing my clothes off and then they're like great and then they go to the next one and he's like so here's how our date's gonna go I'm gonna pay for it and then it like cuts back to this woman's face and she's like mm, I'm an attorney <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I like them to like have the
1: men sitting in a water tank and her not know. But if she presses no, they get dunked.
0: Oh man. A hundred percent of these men should be dunked, Mm -hmm. but, um, and in basketball. And then once they dunk,
1: they go through a trap door and I'm on a court and I (laughs) dunk
0: on them. (laughs) Oh, finally. (laughs) Get Morgan to get her basketball skills in action. Um, there is. Ellen has a, has a, has a television show where or like a game show where she just like force like if the she has three people up on a platform and mm-hmm. if they miss a question she can just dunk them and she just drops them like 20 feet oh, and it's yeah. so funny so watching scary. her like fake push it and they're just like ah! Ah, ah, okay 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 and they i had think Ellen... that i loved with rupaul and it
1: was the husbands were lip-syncing for their life to like britney spears and basic uh-huh. songs that you would lip-sync to and the wives were up So they had to really sell it so their wife didn't get dunked. And it was these straight men that obviously had never lip synced and didn't know the words to the Britney songs and they were trying their hardest and I was living my life. I was like, they're not good, but they're doing their best. They
0: never learned to love. Uh, But every time they sell it on stage, they get one step closer. Mm -hmm. Mm. I've been reading Prince of Tides, which is like... Seven hundred pages, and I'm almost finished with it, and it's extremely good and so incredible and Oh, my gosh, it has got me feeling all sorts of things about family dynamics however,, we can talk about the the pains of of manhood growing up in the nineteen fifties at another time. Are you ready
1: to be spooked, Katie?
0: I mean, I'd like to be so far, I've just been the grim reaper. So, well,
1: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't watch Portal to the Universe this time.
0: <laughs> Portal to the Unknown?
1: <laughs> the Unknown. It, it's a, it's, it's a big joke. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Does it matter? No, it doesn't. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That show is nonsense. Okay, okay, okay. It's utter nonsense, but I do love it. Yeah. Three that mix <laughs> Anyways,
0: I'm still taking us to Canada. I try so hard to bring us out of Canada, and somehow we keep going up. I feel this
1: connection to it, because it's like the main you need a passport for, and I just love it. The main you need a passport for! (laughs) Ah! And I just love it. Okay. I watched Rescue Mediums, because I needed (laughs) I needed a Canadian pick-me-up. Oh, uh, What an antidote a...
0: to the dead files.
1: I know. And it, it's perfect timing because that was a lot. And it's <laughs> if
0: you know, they didn't
1: say, oh, yeah, we'll tear down the house and set these people free. And it's going to be great. They were like, no, yes. we'll do our own thing. Thank you very much. So I like that they wrap things up. The rescue mediums. So. Mm, with a bottle of wine. Yeah. <gasps> and a bad joke and Skeletor it's all I need <laughs> so they're visiting this country home in Rockside in Canada and it's a big word country it's always big home, like homes on big ranches with a lot of field and trees and like a small kind of crappy house mm-hmm. like but an old house the owner's name they never actually said it out loud it's Tamarishka T-A-M-M-A-R-I-S-H-K-A. Mm-hmm. Tammarishka. No, oh, it's called Tammy. Tammy and her husband Randy. Okay. And their daughter Kaylee. K-A-I-L-I-E.
0: Funky names. Kaylee. Yeah, it's a lot. Call her K.
1: So it's Tammy, Randy, and Kay are living in this home. And it's so haunted that they've actually moved out. Ooh. And they still own this property, but they live somewhere else because they're so terrified. Tamishka has had something jump on her and pin her down before. The daughter, I think, got the worst of it. I would like to have a private interview with her. She's this adorable ginger girl, very pale and cute. And I don't know how old she is. She's got to be much younger. Maybe high school. Maybe just out of high school. And she said that this thing has messed her up. It's made her violent, angry. It turned her full angst. She hated her mom. She would yell at her mom. She lived in the basement. She felt Mm. like there was something inside of her that was making her stay in the basement. She said she missed 136 days of school. And she did not care.
0: Are there exactly. even one hundred and thirty-six days? of No, yeah, there's got to be. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and she did not care. She was just so in this dark place. In this okay. Place. So, she told her mommy she wanted her dead, also, which is angsty AF. Dope, dope. Fuck you, mom. You've done everything for me, and I hate you. <laughs> So the rescue mediums are going to bail them out as they ride in on some hay bales. Uh, uh, It was bad. (laughs) I wonder if they have like a a crew member thinking of these or if they come into work like I've got a good one today.
0: I mean, they're all random as fuck. They're like, let's ride in on a hearse. Let's ride in on a horse-drawn carriage. Let's ride in on a limo. Let's write in in a Hummer. Like it's just like whatever fucking thing they can get. Mm-hmm. Like, I d- I don't off of that. <laughs> I don't know who was the first person to be like, let's create a show where we get two fantastic mediums in, and then they like rescue basically families from this pain of of the thing. And they're like, yeah, but let's make it like fun and kooky. Like let's make yeah. it like daytime television that like you watch with your mom when you're sick. And then they're like, hmm, weird ways of transportation. Let's bring them in on something fun. It's yeah, like if HGTV why?
1: had a spooky show.
0: Ooh. Ooh. We already talked about it. Ghost Dude, Brothers, but so Property Brothers.
1: <laughs> I'm so ready. Mm-hmm. So some other things that happen in the house, they see this black misshape a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing that has pinned down the mother before. And she said that it's hissed in her face a few times.
0: God. Yeah. I don't oh my God, that's upsetting. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> care for that. <laughs> that's a duck. I'd <laughs> be even more terrifying <laughs> <laughs> ah, They have corkscrew penises. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's Terrifying. Mm. All right, so those are some of the things that they introduce this house with. Now we're going to get into some premonitions from the ladies, Allison and Jackie, who are so adorable.
0: So yes, they Allison see- and Jackie, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're the only accents that I can like somewhat replicate.
0: You do a pretty good job with these ladies, I will say.
1: They're perfect. I just love them. <laughs> so they see this man spirit who's always staring from a doorway from the other side of the room. He's always staring. That's what she, That's one of her premonitions, uh-huh. which definitely happens. They see the man all the time in the house. They huh. saw the premonition of a piano, and the daughter was teaching herself to play piano, and often if she were in the room next to where the piano was, she would hear it playing by itself.
0: Mm, I'm always like, curious what sort of music they're actually playing. <gasps> Ooh,
1: Probably stuff from... I wonder if they learn new things after they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) They have the premonition of a whole family escaping from somewhere. The family had to move out. And they cut to the mom describing that she's actually brought mediums in before. She brought in two separate mediums to the house, and they said that whatever was in there was too strong, and that they could not help her. And then she called her friend, who's a medium, which is so helpful to have access to all these mediums and he said Just that he was literally. personally <laughs> I-, I want to meet him friend he said that he was personally attacked i by have this- one <sighs> really?
0: yeah it's weird sometimes they tell you when you're hanging out with them like you have a family member with you watching over you right now
1: <gasps> no that's amazing.
0: It's pretty weird, too, because they can also be like, "Uh, this apartment is fucked up. There's been a lot of horrible things that have happened in this complex. And it's like, oh, my God, tell me more. Guys, I'm signing up for a musical improv class. Maybe I'll get all this singing shit out of my system. But it may just just escalate.
1: Yeah, as long as I've known you, you've been a singy lady and I love it. (laughs) But I've been finding so many heads up pennies lately, I've had to start a jar. Oh! I've I've recently moved and I got into the garage and we hadn't unpacked anything yet and there was just a heads up penny. And I'll pack boxes and unpack boxes and the boxes, when I unpack them, there's typically a heads up penny right at the bottom in the middle. And Roger didn't believe me at first. He thought I was just really hopeful. And then he kept seeing it so much, he believes it. He was like, this is too coincidental. Like it, it, it's crazy So I have a jar and he's like anytime you get a penny Put it in that
0: jar and don't put any other
1: pennies In that jar I'm like, okay,
0: That's fantastic so,
1: Yeah so I think I think it's my grandpa We
0: believe that pennies are our, our ancestors, ancestors And grandparents letting us know we're on the right path And that they're watching over us
1: Yeah so it's, it's a sweet time
0: Continue si things, te
1: Her medium friend Was also attacked by the Black mist that hissed at the mom Black
0: mist that's so metal. <laughs> I'm gonna hiss in your face. <laughs> Sorry, taking it down a notch. Taking it down a notch. So I'm done. I'm done, guys. I'm, I'm done. Okay, so more premonitions. Dark place.
1: Pain in oh, the right arm and hand area. Just bad pain. A lot of coughing. Mm-hmm. A change of character. Mm. Um, crushed. They didn't really elaborate on sobbing. And Mm -hmm. the drawings they did were of this old-timey man that's kind of Abraham Lincoln-esque with the beard and the hat, very, like, settler pioneer-y, Mm -hmm. and the woman who kind of looks like she goes along with him, Mm timeline-wise. And the mom and daughter have verified that they have seen that man. They recognize that man. He's the man that stares at them. So he's like an old-timey pioneer man. So...
0: Yeah, They've got their premonitions. Is this like a buckle hat?
1: No, it's more like a tallish Amish hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So not super, super old, but still pretty old. Got it. So we're going to start the investigation. In typical rescue medium fashion, around the property, in the creepy right. forest. Yeah, they go out barns, and in. hmm Which I like. And this is creepy, isn't it just, is what they start with. And I was like, ooh, cool, and the music, and it was it was kind of creepy. And they kept saying they saw someone hiding behind the trees, and they mm-hmm. felt like they were waiting to just peep out. So every time they were walking around, they felt like someone was following them and hiding and watching them
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: forest. And they, um, they kept seeing them move really fast and a lot, and so it was a lot of them not speaking just oh it's over there now it's over there and it's over Mm -hmm. there and they saw a spirit kind of child height walk into the house so there might be a child there they've seen the pioneer woman and man in their premonitions but there might also be a child okay and then they see it go through the front door and then they see another spirit there it's not really a full face or anything so they don't know if it's the same thing but they think it's another one looking at them from the front window
0: gosh this place is crawling it's kind of creepy I i don't care for it
1: so they start walking into the house and they start with the dining room and the most confusing and terrifying part of all of this is that they have the largest banquet dining room table i tried to count and it's at least 24 seats i am not kidding it's huge there are three of them there were at least 10 seats on one side and then it had like two on each end at least well,
0: was the dining room such that if they had had a smaller table it would have looked strange
1: no huh what are they and having like medieval it, feasts though. they're not even living there how much would that have cost and they even made inherited a comment it? they might have they made a comment when they came in about how they liked the table Ooh. and i think they touched it and they thought they were going to say it had some history to it but they were just like oh i really lo- i quite like this table they just they were just <laughs> They were nice just into table. it. Yeah, I That's thought it was kind of creepy. But they're in it. They're commenting on the table. And then they see something go into the next room. A shape. Mm-hmm. Not like a person, a shape. Polygon. So, My
0: money's on a polygon.
1: Ooh, rhombus.
0: <laughs>
1: Parallelogram. <laughs> Math shapes. So Jackie says she senses a dark presence in this room and through what's moving. Okay. Okay. Oh no! Strange, is what they say.
0: They're not excited. Strange. Strange. Mm. The girls Inside. make their way to the back room.
1: <laughs> well, kind of close. They go to the basement. Ah, oh, there you go. Skeletor knows. And um, they go down to the basement, and Jackie sees the shape from upstairs as they're in the basement looking down at them. So they follow it back up. This is a lot of movement. They don't stay in one place for too long. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So they move back upstairs, and then they get in this room, and this light slightly flickers, but they don't comment on it. I don't really think they noticed, but the light definitely flickers. And at the exact moment the light flickers, Allison, like, doubled over in pain, and her arm was hurting really bad. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was really weird and it, it was eerie. It was I wrote eerie. It was very creepy. And then she had the pain and she kind of shook it off and then they saw a shape quickly move. So it's constant movement. And they keep saying it's playing with them. It's like cat and mouse. It likes keeping them on their toes. And they're like, okay, it's not concrete enough in this room. We got to find a room and have it stick with it. Saw it move past the window. In another room, they're moving and moving, and then they both, at the same time, start coughing a lot, and they're coughing, and they're looking at each other like, hmm, very strange, because I think coughing was part of their premonition.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, so they're coughing, and
1: they're Mm -hmm. like, no, we need to to go to the main room. We need to try and spread some light and get an understanding of what's happening here, because there's too much movement. They're playing too many games with them. So they go to the main floor and they kind of like touch the hearth and they kind of start to spread the light just to see what's happening. And they keep showing this um, vision of a man in a field with a pitchfork. It looks like he's kind of digging. He's just messing with a pitchfork and it's the, the pioneer looking dude. And they're trying to figure out what his deal is and what, if he's the man that's there and if he's trying to tell them something and he keeps kind of throwing them off of this vision he keeps distracting them and moving away he doesn't want them to know why he's there
0: hmm what kind of secrets can he have i mean how interesting of a life can you lead
1: right okay no that's
0: not true farm lives are interesting lives just like they can't be city lives can be boring lives farm lives can be interesting okay fair 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 i'm just like but like how many how many crazy secrets How many? Well, no, I mean, shit, if there's anything I've learned from Prince of Tides, it's that there can be a lot of crazy secrets in a rural life. I don't know. Interesting. All right. So they see the pitchfork.
1: And then they start to think about the shape that they keep seeing move. And it's like Mm -hmm. a mist or an orb. Mm -hmm. And so they start to think that it's a shapeshifter that they're dealing with. Because they see the boy and they see the man and they see a shape and they think it's all maybe one
0: thing. Huh. Might explain why it's so playful and mischievous. Mm -hmm. So they say, they both look up and they're like, oh,
1: it's on the ceiling, Allison. Oh my god. It's Uh, in the ceiling. No. And then they see it change. They see it, I think they saw it as a man and then go up into the ceiling as a mist. Like they see it change in front of them into the ceiling. So they're like, it's playing games. We need to get back in control again. What a show-off. I know. It's kind of unnecessary. So they decide to go to the basement where it seems like the root of the evil always is. Every house on trust basement.
0: Yeah, what is it about the basement? I don't think that basements are inherently evil. I think that basements just happen to be places where ooky shit tends to go down. Because it's like a hidey place. It is. It's a place where you can be away from other people and where you can hide things. So I think generally Mm -hmm. speaking, shitty stuff is more likely to happen in basements. Also, basements typically don't have windows. Yeah. So and like more they space just like for stuff. Like mm-hmm. in bedrooms, it's
1: like there's a bed and a dresser. I can't really have my torture chamber here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's no room. That's the problem. That's the only thing that's kept me from being issue. a sadist and psychopath is I it's simply nice. don't have the room for it. <laughs>
1: i don't have the space or time there's gotta be a better way
0: (laughs) if this sounds like you do we have a solution for you the pull-out dungeon the inflatable dungeon simply deflate it and fold it pack it nicely you can suck out the air on the opposite function of the vacuum and suddenly it's barely taking up any space and can slip comfortably under a bed or in a closet your wife will never need to know
1: take it on the go (laughs) <laughs> Vacations no longer have to be a bore
0: <laughs> We have portable dungeons For your sex-crazed fantasies in the Bahamas Ugh <laughs> Yeah <laughs> uh. okay.
1: hmm.
0: I feel like Florida's probably more apt Ugh. No yeah. one has sex fantasies set in Florida Unless it has to do well, with no, a Disney character They have
1: If you're going to get a horrible sex dungeon, it's going to be in Florida. You can't
0: have a dungeon in Florida because you can't build under the ground Mm. because it is so at sea level. Mm. It's impractical. Unless your fantasies are (laughs) (laughs) water-based. In which case, we can work with you. Yeah. I say that as if I am the purveyor of these things. I'm not, and I'm not a customer service employee for that company. They just sponsor us. (laughs) I do great. They just sponsor us. We only speak about things we believe in.
1: Products I believe in.
0: What would it be called? Like a porta, porta hole, porta. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh. That sounds like a (laughs) flashlight. Oh, everyone knows that a portable fleshlight is just an orange or a fleshlight aren't they all portable <laughs> not the best ones
1: those but have a function are... that
0: attaches to the wall nature's
1: fleshlight the <laughs> orange <laughs> nature's what have
0: fleshlight. we done to I think nature's the... fleshlight is a woman <laughs> <laughs> no it's the orange Oh, God, an orange is more portable than a woman. That's true.
1: Anywho, we were talking about basements.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So they're in the basement. Well, they're going to the basement. And as they're walking through the threshold to go down the stairs to the basement, Jackie heard, you're going through the gates of hell.
0: Oh, Okay. I like it.
1: Don't. And then Allison gets really bothered and she can't fu- she doesn't fully describe what she's seeing cuz she's so upset about it, but she says flesh hanging, illness, mangled. Ew. Ew. And she's just upset. She's seen something and she's just bothered. Ugh. And that's not okay. Okay. So they see they both look up at the ceiling at the same time and they jump and are scared and they go ah! Because it's in the ceiling again, I guess. They see something. And then Jackie gets this arm pain once she starts spreading the light. She's like, I'm going to spread the light. This is enough. And then she gets the right arm pain. It's always the right arm. And Allison says, take it off. Take it off. She kind of shakes it off. And Jackie is, her eyes are watery. She's really bothered. She's speechless for a while, which is, I never see her that speechless. And then, um, once she starts looking like she's a bit more in her element, she starts coughing. And she can't stop coughing. And then oh. she stops coughing and she starts speaking again. But it seems like it really, like, got to her that time and it did not want her spreading her light. Mm-hmm. So they try again, both of them. And they see this man, the man that they've been seeing, and he's got both of his fists in the air, like, touchdown. down, but they're... They're fisted and he's shaking his hands and he's pissed. And he's like, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? And he's tearing pages out of a Bible. This man is upset. Something has happened to him.
0: Mm. He's bothered. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Uh, Children or wife death. And Mm. he is extremely staunchly religious and, probably believes that there's a really like binary like you do good things and god rewards you you do bad things and god punishes you and that whole binary set of beliefs was just like shaken when he's just been living his life as a good christian and then something horrible happens and he doesn't know what to do with it and for those pilgrims who are feeling this and feel their faith in God shaken let me take your attention to the first American writer Anne Bradstreet who when her home was burned to the ground she did not despair nor did she lose hope in Lord she wrote a poem about how she thanked God for reminding her that her possessions were merely temporary anyway and to appreciate that her family was still alive Lord
1: Lord. Still alive, Lord. Sorry. So I'm, if you okay, feel Catholic, doubts
0: that. like this, I <laughs> was comfortable Catholic. feeling enthusiastic um, in a church environment. Um, but if you ever feel that way, think about Miss Anne Bradstreet. Oh, thank you. Well, it's true. She she wrote a poem about how she was grateful it burned That's down.
1: Beautiful.
0: Thank that you. So bitter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, you think religious forsaken man, there's been a death.
0: I think a death, yes. His religion is
1: tested. Yes. The last thing they get from this man, kind of, is that he's seen someone die and he couldn't do anything about it. Mm. And they think it's connected to the boy that they keep seeing. So they're thinking it was his son that passed and he couldn't help him. Which I think is so sweet when like a... An old-timey, probably manly man is so emotional about his son passing.
0: They never taught us how to love. Yes. It so, keeps
1: coming up. It, the story keeps unfolding. It keeps showing itself. He's now pointing at a woman, blaming her. It's your fault.
0: <gasps> okay.
1: It's he says, bad. the son should not have been there. It is your fault. The boy is dead. He's blaming the woman. He shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been there. God damn it. He's upset. And then he vanished. vanished. They didn't see the man anymore. He wasn't giving them any more details. Mm -hmm. So they move to another area and try and spud light and contact again. And they feel like now he's saying that he's ill and he's coughing blood because they were coughing and they were kind of feeling what he was feeling. Mm -hmm. He's coughing. And they see him in the field again with a pitchfork again that they keep seeing and they're both trying to spread their light so much that he has to show them why he's there and what how the kid died and what actually happened and he's uh-huh. trying to distract them with the coughing and other images he doesn't want to get into it cuz it's so hurtful for him and it's still so raw even though it probably happened so long ago
0: i for the sweet. dead i think that a minute is like like 300 years is like like i'm not sure that time exists in the way mm-hmm. that it does for us So we might think like, well, it's been 300 years, fucking get over it or move on. Or haven't you thought that, like, why are you still so upset by this thing? But I'm not sure that time passes in the same way. It's true.
1: So they see him in the field and they kind of put together the pieces of what they think happened with the sun. Mm -hmm. And they call the sun from the spirit world. To come mm. to his father. I think the son might have been there a little bit because he didn't fully know how to pass. Or maybe he just was popping by. Well, you can but they visit. called him. I think, right. that's what he, I think he was visiting to see if his they dad was still there and they never his... crossed paths. A friend. So they, they phoned a friend. Yeah. They called him in. And they had him walk up to his father and it showed him like tugging his father's pants. And then he turned around and like they hugged so hard and he was sobbing. I saw him sobbing with his son in his arms and then they both walked into the light and they're
0: <gasps> gone. He just had to so have beautiful. his son taken. He him. just needed his son. So,
1: now the follow up with some of the details. This is, I love when there's a happy ending, but I love seeing the history behind it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, they um, this guy was a shapeshifter. He wanted to kind of scare people he didn't know how to deal with all this pain and probably guilt and anger that he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So he was just messing around with people. And um, his name was John MacDonald. He's born in Scotland in 1789. And he moved to Canada, in 1834, and lived on this property with his wife, Jean Smith. Um, the kid's name was Daniel. They had um, so many kids. I think like 10, and he was their fifth kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Daniel died at 10 years old. And what they think happened to the son was that... Threshing
0: accident. Threshing? It's like a crazy violent machine that like mm-hmm. you use to harvest wheat, and then it can just like rip your arm off. I, oh, I mean, maybe. it probably didn't even exist at that time, but that was just not. what I came like- to me what they Fun think happened. Accident. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I get excited about guessing.
1: <laughs> what they think happened is that the father set a trap, like a like an animal trap, one of those
0: oh, <sighs>
1: bears and again. like a bear trap. <sighs> and that the wife should have been watching the son as was her duty, he assumed, and the kid got out. I mean, they had so many kids. How she supposed to look after them all also? He can freaking help. N-
0: Dude No, I was with, uh, kids are like slippery eels Mm -hmm. out of your, like, you hold them by the shoulders and say, please stay within my, like, vision field at all times. And then you turn around for 10 seconds to get some falafel and they are gone and they are literally in the most dangerous place they could have found themselves being at. Yeah, Kids are slippery little fuckers. You can't. Like when it yeah. came out that that like kid was in like the gorilla cage or something, mm-hmm. I was like, and everybody was like, where was the mother? Where was the mother? And I'm like, dude, you get distracted for two seconds and a kid will find the most dangerous place they can possibly be. I'm yeah, not surprised are there's constantly kids in gorilla cages, <laughs>
1: quite frankly. <sighs> They're slippery, slippery little nuggets. <laughs> but this one, he's 10 too. He can hang out. At that yeah, time, Yeah, it's like if you can't handle own.
0: yourself around a bear trap yeah you're so not fit think, for country life anyway
1: <laughs> they think that poor daniel got his arm his right arm caught in the bear trap and that he bled to death
0: Ooh, i was right about some sort of dismemberment mm-hmm.
1: that's <sighs> what they think happened because he did die of an accident that was recorded but they didn't say okay. what the accident was
0: Kid, and that's like how do you get your getting. arm in there in the first place he might have been
1: reaching for something and didn't know. He, like, near.
0: tripped near it. Maybe, like, what the yeah. fuck?
1: But he bled out and died in the trap.
0: Oh, poor baby. And his cold father cold. probably
1: felt so much guilt because he set that trap.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he's just blaming the mom because he's a man in that time well period. It's, it's easier to blame so other guilty. people sometimes. Yeah. So he's got a lot of anger and guilt. And um, he outlived his wife. He outlived... Most of his kids. Mm. He felt so guilty and responsible his entire life. Um, He lived till he was 77. Which he was born in 1789. That's a long life. God. He, he died of tuberculosis. So if he wouldn't shit. have gotten sick, he could have lived a much longer
0: life. But that's what the coughing and the blood came from. Sometimes was, I think people dead. plagued with guilt are like almost like have a long life as almost like a punishment like it yeah. like it almost feels punishing for because like feels like probably what they want more than anything is just to join the people that yeah. lived past they them but they themselves. have to and there's no therapy and it's like so what do you do like how do you yeah. there's no self-help books there's no group therapy they're like what do you yeah. do just become a ghost
1: and hope the rescue yeah. mediums find you hundreds of <laughs> years later <laughs> Yeah. Go yeah, John McDonald, poor man, now has moved on. And they were they were like, well, now that we hear that, we kind of feel bad for him cuz he's been so mean and evil to them. He's just made their lives torture. They couldn't live in their own home cuz he mm-hmm. was so upset and guilty. It's like, well, can't really blame him. I'd be confused and upset. if I were a ghost like that. It's kind of You know, it's interesting. Dick,
0: if um if the ghost adventures had gone there, they probably would have assumed it was demonic. Mm-hmm. You know, like personality changed, like dark yeah. mists, uh they the evil in like, the basement. Yeah, exactly. They uh, yeah, the the gate to hell comment. Like mm-hmm. you don't realize that like the simplest, normalist people like if you're with just like
1: with for that long with that much like his life was filled with so much of that. hmm It was just cycling in his head. Mm-hmm.
0: for the afterlife you don't realize how much power those people can have yeah. on the living the
1: um the the mother said that she spoke with a
0: medium and they said that she had
1: lived in that house in a previous life and that she had lost a child there so mm-hmm. they think that she is was in a previous life John McDonald's wife oh. and maybe that's why he's so pissed at her
0: because oh. he might
1: feel that connection
0: whoa yeah
1: yeah that's pretty heavy, and the that's um, so cool, crazy, and the rescue like shit I know they inform the family that the um McDonald burial ground where John and his wife and all the kids are buried, is just down the road real nearby, and that they can see all of their their tombstones if they want to go visit, Whoa. so they're like, I think we're we're gonna drop some
0: flowers off for John. So. so. Well, that is a nice ending. He just needed his yeah. son to come help him over. Yeah. Oh. But I still have that goddamn table. Ugh, oh, that is a huge problem.
1: Because <laughs> if it's just three of you and there's 24 seats, how sad is that gonna look?
0: Here's my idea get the table okay. out of there, keep all the chairs, get four small round white <gasps> tables, and restaurant. you can set up. No, better. <sighs> Start a junior league. Then you can get all those ladies over and you guys can play bridge and gossip. (gasps) Uh. Okay, yeah. I like it. Solved. I love it. Solved by the junior league. (laughs) (laughs) The junior lady league. Uh.
1: Mm. But yeah, put a a nice little story in there to cool everyone off from last week's sufferings.
0: (laughs) I mean there's still some pretty significant sufferings oh, here, yeah. but it at least it's not in, in any way related to uh, the dark arts. Yeah. Uh, well
1: we, we don't did, really we know did. that.
0: That's true. That's true. We don't I'm assuming that Well That was fantastic and very fun. Thank you, Morgan. A good time, um Sounds like I'm just like finishing up like a boardroom meeting. Like wow, Anyone cool. else have any
1: more questions before Thank we wrap you, this call up? Stacy's got Morgan. a meeting.
0: Five. Uh, I'm all I'm all set. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be good until tomorrow. Is that still gonna be Tokyo time? Great. All right. Well, I'm gonna sign off. Thanks, Ted. Ugh, I've listened to my mom on so many international calls. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna be in international calls
0: now, all of our clients are international that I'm working Ooh, with. look at you internationale. Mm. Not even oh, my coffee oh, is international anymore. I love it. all right, I think we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. We love you listeners, mm-hmm. and we want you to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and to give us a rating and a review and a subscription um. Mm-hmm. Right now, totally we're just, like, one. stuck on four stars, and I just really want to just mm. push it, just, like, just, t- just oh kiss the other star, just a kiss, just, just a, a kiss. T- t- and I, just, <laughs> it's like an aggressive fast, like, <laughs> just, just smooch it. Uh, <laughs> so please, and if you've been listening th- to this for a long time, and, and you've never reviewed us, just give it a shot. We'd really yeah. appreciate it, and yeah. it makes me happy. Yeah, mm. um, yeah and uh you can let us know how you feel um instagram scary stories if you have a scary story of your own you can email it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com we love to read them and say them out loud um we have merch at redbubble.com and i believe that is all we have for you yeah yeah great well have a spooky night film with restless the of haunted